Welcome, welcome to this episode of Tea with Key. I have a very special person here with me today. Oh, I feel so wonderful. You are so wonderful. It's special. Do you want to introduce yourself to the people? Yes, I might start crying. No, I'm kidding. Oh, wait a second. Okay, I got tissue right here. Oh, like, you know, all right. It'll work. No, um, I am Jessica Stitz, S-T-I-T-T-S. I am your friend of two years now, two years? Yeah. And yeah. More than, hold I, on. I would say two years. Yeah, I was about, yeah it's, about, it's about to be two years coming up, yeah. Yeah, two years, and, you know, I'm just out here living my life, being the old name of this friend group. Oh my God. I'm kidding, I'm never going to say that. I, I'm always like, guys, oh, my knees, I can't, you know. Strong knees 2020. I, strong ankles 2020. Strong? Like, everything. Core. Yeah. Full body. Full body. But I'm not going to do anything to make that happen. That's okay. You walked upstairs getting here. I did, but then I was out of breath. That's okay. That's okay. Okay. Let the people know what what we're sipping on right now. What? Okay. I'm drinking. It is a wine, a rosé from Philosophy something. It's a really cute wine. I love their bottles. They have like beautiful like little illustrations of. I'm not gonna say like geisha girls because it's not, but very like whimsical like fairy women. Wait, is Philosophy a a wine? I think that's the name of the wine. It's like Philosophy. I think. Ah. I'm just gonna Ah. make up a name. Ah. I believe it starts with a P. That's what I'm going to go with, and that's what I'm sticking to. I believe it starts with a P. And I just love their their wine, so I have that while you have, because you are a classy woman. <laughs> a yeah. highlight. Some people pick up like a Sprite, and I pick up a highlight. You know, I just... I drink gin. Gin and orange juice, drink cranberry juice, gin and juice. All right, real talk. At home drink. Yesterday, I was drinking bourbon in my passion fruit juice, and I put Kahlua into my black tea. That was me yesterday. You kind of touched on this. We, we met. <laughs> Life is funny. <laughs> right? Life is funny. Literally, uh, I was talking to the back then, and he was like, yeah, like, you know, like, let's set up this tailgate. And I was like, bet. Um, the only soccer I'd ever been involved in was when I was in Manchester, and, you know, I moved to Atlanta, uh, they just got a team, but I didn't, like, really know people, so I was just kind of like, okay, okay. Spring 2018, that's back when you had the neck brace. I remember yeah. seeing you, and I was like, damn, she's so pretty, and, like, even with the neck brace, like, the neck brace didn't even matter. I was like, oh my god, she's so fucking pretty, and, like, you were so funny, too. <laughs> the neck brace. <laughs> I still have that guy hanging out, like, randomly in my house. But, yeah, so actually worked with some friends of mine. The short guy with the black hair, right? I mean, he's short. Or not short, but like... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Definitely, like, I don't think he's six foot. Mm-hmm. I sit here and put a, 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 a number on it. Those names will not be said out loud. That's okay. I don't honestly remember your friend's name. <laughs> um, t-shirt, shorts, I never had flip-flops, so yeah, it definitely was least end of spring, early summer. Yeah, like, it was something, it was somewhere around that, because I remember... I was like, no, go ahead, let's exchange numbers. And I think we hung out, like, that weekend afterwards. What did we do? You picked me up from the Marta, and we went to Taco Mac. Yes! Yes. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember if that was the same day as the game. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. The next time we hung out, 
I don't recall where we met up at, but then we were at Stats, and I was like, you know you want to go to this game. Oh, ah, yeah. yeah. And we took that picture with the heart filter. We did. Yeah, and we were already trash drunk. Well, I was, I was already tipsy. I knew that. that night, and I was like, yeah. let's just go. So I'm I, glad that you like, were like, yeah, because it was, it was amazing. That whole night turned that, into an adventure. That I whole, recall that now. Oh, I recall. Because I recall. then we went to a person's home and... With the what, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Mm-hmm. That was all, that was a very long... Because you... That yeah. was it. You, I think you picked me up at the Marta. And then we parked at Stats. Mm-hmm. And just a whole adventure. Because I think at that moment you were upset with what's his face and all <laughs> this other stuff. And I was like, girl... Don't nobody care. There's a whole <laughs> soccer game happening. Look at this. We'll get you in the building right next to me for 40 bucks. Let's go. So then we went and we had And then we met your friends and like yeah, that was we like. We got into the supporter section. And I was like, oh my God, what is the supporter section? Like, right oh, now, like <laughs> That was my first time there. Friends. We met my friends. And Virgin supporter section. Right. And here I am, just rocking around in my neck braids. Like, I'm here to live my life. Exactly. Math packs. My hair was braided. I had my... Yes, I remember. At that time. And you wear your glasses. Yeah, Mm -hmm. my big glasses. Not these. These are the replacement for those, because those had to go into early retirement. They hang out at my house. I put them on. I'm like, why is it so dirty? (laughs) But now I'm like, oh, look at this. Everything (laughs) is so clean. I can see clearly now. My glasses are clean. I am... Really happy that I met you. I met you too. Literally, no, because like, also, I feel like you were like, like a factor in me really like getting into soccer here. Because like, I mean, my abroad friends, obviously, it was like different. Like, you know, like it felt. It was kind of like a part of the school's culture. Not even like kind of. Yeah, it it was. yeah, Yeah, you know. And then like, coming here, like. But like in my circle, like no one really talked about it. So I'm just like, honey, da, 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 da. Um, you know. And then also on top of that, lot not knowing that many people like moving like here to Atlanta. So I was like, oh, this girl, like, she's cool. Like, like yeah, yeah, no, literally, <laughs> like you just like went and, like checked all the boxes, and I was just like, like there we go. I mean, I can't do shots no more, but I'm still, I'm still here. That's okay. You know what? <laughs> That could be a whole other conversation because real I talk. I can't do shots anymore. It's okay. It's 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 okay because I'm starting to reevaluate how I party. Um, but that's a whole other discussion because you know what me you what me and Kiana were talking about to you and Miracle and like that's a, that's a whole other episode that could that party could uh, responsibly as an adult. Who yes These responsibly are to look at now. Um, yeah, I, I, I told you so many times I hit my brick wall at 24, and I was like, okay, let's, let's transition, which is why I love beer so much. I can drink I mean, beer all day. Wait, all day. hold on, why aren't you going, um, to, what's happening on Friday? I forgot. Um, Friday, I'm thinking about going, and if I do go, it's gonna be very, like, quick. That's fair. I was like, wait, hold on, tattoo. Saturday, Saturday, yeah. And so I was like, hold on, I didn't know if I like missed something in the group chat or not. No, no, no. Um, it's it's honestly because a because I don't live in Atlanta. Yeah. I have a very big issue with like driving down to Atlanta twice in a row. Mm-hmm. That's you know fair. What I mean? Like, and that's, that's another reason why I don't really want to do the Atlanta United Block Party because we're gonna turn around and be here again on Saturday. 
True, true. So for me, true, yes. It's like a weekday and just all of this. Stuff. I'm like, you know what? I'm not saying I didn't have fun. I had yeah. a lot of fun. 2020, you moved to the city though. 2020, I'm not. <laughs> I was so. live up there yeah like, i remember the first time when you said where you live and i looked on the map i was like that's farther than what people be saying like i'm because normal people like when they're like far they say alpharetta you know yeah that's so, only like 40 well not 40 like yeah. 35 ish 40 minutes with me it can be 45 to like an hour yeah that's why i was confused like i thought i thought you were watching the liverpool game today so i or, was thinking about it mind you like so i literally just stayed in my bed this whole time ain't I was that like, wrong with jessica that? you need to go because you know i'm trying to catch up on sleep i was like you need to go and i totally wanted to be at brew house to watch the game honestly west ham didn't do shit so it is what it is you know here we have Liverpool at the very tippy top. Yeah, you're, they all are undefeated right now, right? Absolutely undefeated. Like, we had one draw with yeah. Manchester United, and they couldn't duplicate it two weeks ago, last weekend. Yeah, I thought I was like, I'm not gonna be active in the group chat right now. They couldn't do nothing. They couldn't do shit, and their performance was less than stellar. They had no communication, no ball control, no touches. Like, yeah. the first, second touches suck. So, it was what it was. And I do like watching West Ham play because it seems like they definitely do bring that fire. Mm-hmm. But I watched a little bit here and there while I was getting ready and listened to the yeah. game. Did your dad watch too? I didn't even ask. So, my dad will watch because I watch. So, okay, yeah. my dad watches any and all sports because he grew up playing sports. Mm-hmm. But this is why I am the way that I am, right? <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into that Hi. about this whole. Why does Jessica do suck? Just nitty gritty. Okay, nitty. yes. Your Jessica, first love. Soccer. Jessica does actually every sport. First love. You would think it's soccer. First okay, love is actually sorry. baseball. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm not. I'm not surprised at you saying that either. I um, I grew up going to Braves games mm-hmm. like all the time, especially during the summer. We would go. All the time, because my dad's job used to give him tickets. So oh, like for the free? Yeah. So all four of us would just pile into the car and we would sit mm-hmm. here and go. Just and so. you know, I have so many memories being at Turner Field, and my sister fell in love with Sammy Sosa. Oh. Back when he was actually, you know, yeah, a minority. Nobody. Literally. Oh my god. What he is now, you know, the walking Pepto Bismol. That's his business. No, you know? it's kind of scary. It's, it's kind of very like... sad. I've never seen such self hate. But we're gonna move on. Oh God! Little no, we could literally have so many conversations. We got about that. Uh-huh. Um, so you know, and when I was in Chicago, I took a picture of his star and sent it to my sister and all of this stuff because you know, you know, it's Sammy Sosa, it's the Cubs. So my two teams have always been the Cubs and the Braves. Mm-hmm. We always go and see the Cubbies play the Braves. Always. Yeah. So that's my first love. Second would actually have to be maybe like basketball or football. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching Auburn play all the time. We always watched football. My house is always yeah. on. Him and my mom used to scream at the TV. <laughs> That's, That's what, what my mother does. There's so much passion when it comes down to it. My dad used to play football, you know. And you look at him now. Oh, what position? Like, Girl, hell if I know. His, well, cause he, he, he's, he's kind of, no, it's kind of tiny. He so like, I, he's always been that size. Okay, That's what I'm like, wait, hold on. Cause I weigh <laughs> more than my dad, like right now. <laughs> like a physical person 
My dad is a very tiny Actually, man. Actually, I can see that because he is. He could. He tiny. He. He tiny. But, but <laughs> in, a, in a little tiny town where my high school's graduating class was more than the population there, like Piedmont, Alabama, this big, okay? We got like five stoplights. I know. We got like five stoplights. And so they all played every position possible. They were like, we get you the ball, you run. <laughs> okay? Or all of a sudden we're changing the defense. Go, go ahead. Yeah. My dad's like, I weigh three pounds soaking wet and you want me to play defense. Oh okay, coach, put me in. Cut. Like he was he must have been fast. I, the idea of my father running is very strange in my head. Is there footage? Is there, because, like, back I'm like, not saying it couldn't happen. Like, there is a, a photo my grandmother has of my dad in high school. And Your grandmother's like, fucking beautiful, by the way. Right? Like, She's the best. <laughs> there is this actual, like, picture of my dad in his uniform, and he has, like, all that stuff. And, and yeah. like, you look like you're being swallowed up. So you know it happened. Yeah, it totally There are pics. The rest of them played basketball. Some of them played baseball. One of my uncles was really good with baseball, and he could hit a ball like nobody's business. So um, we that was that whole thing. So soccer was my thing. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up, and, you know, all of the – because I love the Spice Girls. You know. <laughs> but, you know, the Spice Girls were not the end-all, be-all. Like, Victoria Beckham, Posh Spice, does not necessarily lead into David Beckham. But because – Been like, who? Right? But because the sp- – Spice up your life, every boy, every girl, you know. But because there was the constant TV on the sports channels – there was never a chance where you didn't hear about David Beckham. And I was like, okay, well, this is interesting. Oh, you know, even, you know, they had been together for a very long time, apparently. And even still just seeing all of that, and then what I have a very vivid memory of is watching, I don't remember what year it was, because I, you know, 90s baby, it is what it is. I remember vividly watching Mia Hamm in the Women's World Cup. And then all of a sudden, you know, they win, she rips off her shirt, and she's just like, yeah. And I was like, this is fucking cool. <laughs> like, this is a sport. And, you know, I became a regular kid, a regular teenager, didn't really do anything with it. The idea of it, my dad was one of five boys. He has a sister, but you ask him about my sister, he'd be like, I don't know what, well, about his sister, he'd be like, I don't know what she was doing. But all the boys played sports. So mm-hmm. when he had girls, he was like, I don't know what to do with these. I know. Definitely. <laughs> I was like, like, what were you playing? Like, no, <laughs> he never, he never did that with us. And then, you know, I'm like Kobe, hashtag girl dad. Oh my right? God. Like... That's another conversation for another day. <laughs> but girl dad, he was not that. You know, he didn't really know what to do with that. He didn't know how to translate sports in his mind to a female body. He didn't know what to do with that. Whereas my sister could have easily been a track star. I could have done swimming, mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us can't swim. Right? <laughs> <laughs> teach your kids how to swim, everybody. Absolutely. Teach them how to swim. It is very, very important. So we never did anything with that. So I became who I am now, which is a video game nerd. Keep love person. to see it though. Love to see I, it. I, I, I'm gonna come over and I'm gonna give Borderlands a chance. You should. Um, and I, I told Kiana I was gonna give Monster Hunter World a real chance. It's because, a lot. Well, I, I, I hear it, but like, I feel like I've just been like, 
Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, all right, you know what? Okay. Like, let me, let me like see what like this hype is about. Like, you know. So I'm not against Monster Hunter World at all, but I'll be honest, I haven't turned it on since I got to a certain point. And Borderlands is something that I always kind of go back to. It's a, it's a strong love that I have, and there's always people playing and starting new characters, so I always have the ability to jump in if I need to play with people. It's like really hard this time around. Has Yeah, I feel like it's harder than it was. Like, loving the struggle, right? Absolutely. I, I'm a very, like, I'm a horrible gamer. Because what? I have, I, have a, I, I know, I have a huge selection of games, and I literally maybe only complete, like, half of them. And then the other half, I open the box, I play maybe to, like, 25 to, like, 45% of that story, of that game. And then I'm like, you know what? Not doing it. But you tried it though. I did try it. I've tried tons of games. Unlike me, I only play games when I'm at other people's house and I'm like, okay, you know what? Let me like hop on this because they, you know, said something about it. Like, I mean, you see what I'm working with here. I'm, I'm literally, if I were any more basic, like, I would be. Girl, my TV is smaller than your TV and I game on it. Okay, but I'm saying like you know you got your like you got you you got your little setup you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying. I have my systems um, dangling from the wall. <laughs> like, but it's uh, there. I'm just. Is saying, it there? Like, it is there, but I am a very non-committal person when it comes to certain media. Like, yeah. you know, I love watching anime. I, those are my things. I get halfway and then I'm like, you know what? Actually, I'm like anime. I do actually watch. It's regular TV shows. Oh, uh, well, yeah, that's because, like, you don't really, mm, I get honestly... what halfway through. I really do. I'll be like, this is so good. You know those kids in Stranger Things? Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of season one where they're all scared shitless. That is the universe they live in, and that mm-hmm. is the universe they will stay in. <laughs> I will say, though, that one, um, I did, I did find pretty interesting. But also, like, I kind of, when I like the characters, it's different, you know? I'm... Like, I feel emotionally invested in them and like I can't ever make it like um what is it the handmaiden's tale never started it okay (laughs) it's so good I'm not gonna say anything it's so good it's really well written it's Mm. great cinematography everything about it is really really good made it to like episode five and I was like you know what I don't feel comfortable which is the purpose of it it's supposed to like make your mind go and you're not so you're not supposed to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then I quickly was just like, you know what? I can't keep watching this. So I stopped. And then there's a wrap. Uh, Breaking Bad. Okay, I have not started that show, but I, I people, they hyped it up and it, it's the premise. I finished the first season and then I was like, you know what? This is too intense for me. Oh, not doing intense. it. The only thing I can say I have finished within the past like five years has honestly been Game of Thrones. Uh, which wasn't even worth finishing. It really wasn't. Oh god, honestly, like really the way it was. That's like everything we're saying, saying right now could like stem into a whole other. Mm-hmm. Who? Let's bring it back. Let's bring um, it back. Yes. Soccer. Okay. Okay. Yes. Let's go back All right. To um, so, <laughs> yeah. 2017, me and my girl Shanti were seeing yeah, Shanti. all of these people on our social media like posting and saying, "Oh, we're at Atlanta United games." This, mm-hmm. that, this, that, and I was like what is this? Like, what is going on? And it just looked like a great time. 
So she and I were like, you know what? That's what we're going to go do next. And we went, and we were there in Bobby Dodd. You know, I think Bobby Mercedes-Benz is great. I will never sit here and shit all over Mercedes-Benz as an, as an experience for a stadium. But there is something fantastical about Bobby Dodd. If anybody I'm like, I hear people like say it, I'm like, so much fun. There's something about the whole atmosphere. You're going to be rained on, you know, the sun is in your face, mm -hmm. but everything about it felt like a very genuine soccer experience. Yeah. And I love Bobby Dodd. And that, that kicked off the love for it. And, you know, she became a flight attendant, so I had to learn how to ride solo dolo for a lot of, for a lot yeah. of the games after that. And that's kind of when I started hanging out with those guys. And then that's where you came into the picture. Ah! And then fast forward to, tw what, 2019. 2019, I was going through some rough times and I was like, I need a distraction. I remember one of my friends being like, well, you know, I was in footy mob. Or I'm in footy mob or whatever. So <clears throat> I joined up with footy mob and I will say that that was definitely one of my better decisions. And yeah. it wasn't until the very first, was it, it was the first away game to open the season. No, it was doing this little tournament that's going on now, because I know I'm not going to name it right. I feel like it's called CONCACAF, but I feel like I'm wrong. I don't believe Wait, it's... you? Wrong? No, if... Oh. Right? Me? Wrong? <laughs> right? No, I think, I think it's CONCACAF, but I'm not entirely sure if it is. I feel like it might be. I do not know. But there was a tournament that they were in in the beginning of the year, and yeah. that's where you and Kiana met me at Midway Pub. Yo, yes, and that was, honestly, that energy was fucking amazing. Yes. Like, literally, it was, it was, like, unparalleled to, like, other, like, social studies that we're used to being in, and, like, she didn't, like, really follow any sports. The only sports I followed were literally bandwagon because, like, my mother, like, she's a, um, a diehard Cowboys fan. Um, other than that, like, my own, like, my first love was volleyball, but literally being there and, like, being in an atmosphere again where, like, you're all together, you're all just, like, having a beer, like, watching soccer, and, like, the people... The people really, like, is, like, what got what me. Sold it, yeah. Yeah, you know? I get that. And that was the same thing because at that moment, I was like, hey, you guys, I want you guys to come with me because I don't know any of these people. And mm -hmm. and you were looking so cute that day. I mean, you always look cute. But, like, I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, So I sat here and was like, you guys should come and join me. I think it's called CONCACAF. But um, we watched that, and... You and Kiana joined after we hit a the the real season the app not real season but the I don't know how to say main season like that sounds stupid I get it. no like but um and this was during a watch party because I think our opening game like season kickoff was the away game and we were all there at um, Grindhouse Indicator and. That's where we met some very interesting people. That's a whole nother story. Yo, <laughs> yes. 
I love you Groundhouse, know, though. I love Groundhouse. I love Groundhouse. I love Groundhouse. I love Groundhouse. You know, their food is really good. The people are legit. A lot of them Dash. sit here and are funny people. So you feel amongst family, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Regardless They're so of, welcoming. Like, that's the absolutely. real thing, too. It's like, you here, I'm here. We're here for the same reason. All right, let's just sit ne- I'm sitting next to a stranger. You and a stranger like 30 minutes from now. Right? And it you was know? so much fun. That lady and her husband bought a shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, was like that. Uh, you know, back to great memories. Oh, and wow. I will say we had a lot of fun at Grindhouse. I will say Midway is a little bit more chill. And the best thing about Midway is you can walk down the street and go to, like, Elder Tree, which is, like, a big soccer pub down there. Yes, that's where um, we had our our, our, our luau theme yeah, there. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. yeah, you met me there. And yeah. I think that was, like, my birthday as well. Like, around my birthday or something like that. It was somewhere around that. Um, but there was a game like five minutes later so we were all there at elder tree getting shit faced off of mimosas ah. oh, God. and then good times love day drinking right day drinking is the best <laughs> and then we all went to the game afterwards i believe it was a long day i know i went back to someone's house <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened. Don't no. I was about to say she like nothing happened, but I know that I went back to their house and stayed there for a little bit, and then we got ready, and then went to the state, went went to the Gulch to tailgate, which if you haven't been to a footy tailgate, is the best tailgate. Dead to ass. Also, okay, because we're like we're already like delving into this. Let's talk about footy, cause. Let's talk about Footy Mob. Um, I would just like to say, so obviously, like, I, I I knew you in, like, you know, going to, you know, watch the games and, like, meeting other footy people. I really appreciate, like, how diverse it is. And, like, I feel... That is very true. No, it's like, sometimes I feel like I'm, like, kind of, like, I like a family reunion. <laughs> you know, like, it just, it feels, it feels good, you know, like... I, I love I love how welcoming like everybody was. I mainly did join up because I saw how diverse the age group is as well as how, you know, everybody looked. Now has it been all peachy keen, hundred <laughs> percent? We all know that's not true. <laughs> yeah. But when you put a bunch of people in a room together, you know, it's bound to happen that there's gonna be, you know, some butting heads and conflicting personalities. But the benefit of that is, you know, when they go low, you go high. <laughs> we love Michelle. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Ooh. Okay. Goat. Yes. So we're just gonna we're gonna move on from a lot of those situations, those bad eggs, or you know, those people who just rub us the wrong way. Yeah. When it comes to having a more welcoming and kind of just in my mind the southern experience mixed with soccer. Mm-hmm. It's fine, and that's not to trash from any of the other groups because I do have friends in the other supporters groups. But you know, let's talk about for a second with hooliganism and oh yeah, that's especially as someone who's been in the UK and gone yes. games and kind yes. of seen what that really looks honestly like. it is a lot calmer here. <laughs> it's a lot um, you know, which is also why I was kind of like honestly in the UK they fucking different. All right. Yeah. 
Like, oh, like no, I told the you, like, way in Latin America. Yeah. Is, is that correct to say Latin America or is it like South America? I mean, I'm talking about like uh, La Liga and like South American teams because refs be packing heat, you know? Yeah, they do. <gasps> I didn't know that. Some of them be packing heat. Oh. Down in South I believe America. it, though. Absolutely. They they turned around and been shot and all this stuff, you know, so they're quote-unquote union. I don't know. I know very bits and pieces of it from the outside. But, you know, yeah. I think there is a emergence in the U.S. with how much soccer MLS has, has very much taken off. And I think it's only going to get bigger. You know, we're going to have, what, 32 teams by 2022, I believe it is. I could honestly be wrong with these numbers because it feels like we're adding a new expansion team every five minutes. Oh, I mean. So before we know it, we're going to be, you know, the same size as, like, the amount of NBA teams, you know, and whatever, whatever, maybe the same number of baseball teams. You know, California's out here rocking three. Texas has three, you know. Because Florida has two. Yeah. New York has two people, like they always do. So when we're talking about numbers and numbers, we're looking at, you know, standard size for American national sports teams. Not national sports, but you know what I mean. And I think that we're looking at a very changing time with how diverse America is, as well as... Oh, definitely. With how (laughs) much access we have to the internet and people traveling, young people traveling, doing a lot of overseas intern, not internships, that's the wrong word. Uh, What's that word? Study abroad? Yes, all of that. So I think you have people exchanges, yeah. Seeing, you know, what soccer looks like over the pond. And because you have people from Latin America coming up and living their lives. Like you, Donald Trump. But I don't know that man is. Right? I don't know that on street. You have a lot of these people bringing in more soccer, and I think what we're kind of turning into is, I honestly believe, within the next two years, things are probably gonna start to get a little ugly. I really do. I I hear you, and like I I do agree to a certain point, but at the same time, it's like. Like, the benefits outweigh the negatives, you know? Like, sports brings people together, yes. Is it getting to a point to where it's, like, that tip of the iceberg? Yes. I think we need to take a minute to explain what hooliganism is, though. Because, you know, as an Atlanta, quote-unquote, fan, <laughs> I'm not really, like, it is what it is, you know, with the Hawks, you know, whatever. Yeah. But the worst people are Saints fans. <laughs> They will um, start a fight. My my roommate's actually he's roommate. not here. That's um, great. But if he walks Saints in, suck, we can... you know. <laughs> so you know, the NFL has been caught, it's been shown suppressing fights and situations. They black out a lot of things from tailgates and things like that. It's not people being angry and doing things. It's not drunken people doing things. Hooliganism is you know a lot of these people are sober. Yeah, it's like a mentality. It's a mentality of I'm here for club and country. You know, it's this whole type of environment yeah. that they they build on top of themselves where it's not we're pranking people or we're snatching somebody's scarf or whatever. It, yeah. it boils down into smoke bombs being thrown or, you know, a team's bus being assaulted and vandalized by the other side's team. And again, these are people... Let's go ahead and say that they're drunk. How drunk do you have to be to be by them? 
to forget yourself and to be like, you know, that's a, that's a whole nother level of just a rowdy fan. Hooliganism is dangerous. Hooliganism can end a lot of people's lives. And I think that, you know, within the next two, three years, we're going to start to see an emergence of that here for, for soccer. Because an older generation, much older, like I'm talking about my parents. Yeah. You ask them about soccer, they'd be like, all I know are, you know, those drunken people who fight each other in the stands and go to war because somebody wore the wrong colors on their side or something like that. <clears throat> so that is, you know, a lot of people's acknowledgments of it. And then the collapse that happened in, you know, the UK during the Liverpool match where everything, you know, just fell apart. While that's not dedicated towards or it's not a sign of hooliganism, there is a bit of, you know, violence that carries over with mainstream soccer, aka football. So I do think that that is probably going to start to rear its head. Yeah. It really is. And it's not people who are passionate. It's people who are looking for something to hide behind. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, dead ass, like, just, like, at face value, okay, same, good, different, no, like, that type of, like, mindset, and, yeah, at the end of the day, like, we want to be safe, you know, because, like, literally, we're all here because we love our team. Yeah. Like, that's just what it is, point blank, period, you know, like, I can understand, like, when you're the away team, and, you know, you're there in your, like, you know, territory. But still, at the end of the day... I mean, our experience like, in Orlando. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what I was thinking that about. That really well, except for... <clears throat> I don't think you and the rest of the girls acknowledged or saw because I was further behind because I was walking with someone who was a little bit... Slower. The police, like, ushering us? It was that. But somebody actually did throw smoke bombs into our march. These were what? things that did happen. Yeah. What the they got I run get, back out, but these I was were, about to say, like, it felt like it went without a hitch. And then me falling and, like, scaring everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because me falling shortly after having surgery is not a good idea. But everything was fine. My organs were still where they needed to be. Nashville, Miami, we not going to have no, yeah, no issues. No more surgeries, no um, nothing, we're good. I'm but, knocking this wood right here. Yeah, nobody... You know, people were, they were still a little bit of a, of a problem. And, you know, yeah. Orlando. And we weren't even like, actually doing anything wrong. No, we Orlando, were not, we Orlando. were chanting together and not taking any actions that would even be deemed. Orlando like, is Orlando. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Orlando. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. But, you know, and even right now, you know, that whole thing with Charlotte, they don't go uh, live yet. But, yeah, you know, honestly, that's. Like, the start stuff and. That's a whole other thing, like in its own, because people want to like make shit when it's not when it's not nothing there to even like make a deal about. But, Absolutely. Um, but yeah. I hate though, because it's like ah, oh, like it's like North Carolina, but then I'm like ah, oh, like <laughs> we're trying to my city though, bro. I'm not. But yeah. And again, I I do believe in healthy, you know, rivalry and stuff yeah. But I do believe it needs to be organic. But, you know, when you're down here in Atlanta, you've been here your whole life, slash, long enough. You know what? Don't start no stuff, won't be no stuff. You know, that that, that, is, ass. that is the rules in Atlanta. You know, you mind your own business. You do what you need to do. 
But, you know, we're here to throw some bows. Everybody seems to forget, like, the late 90s, early 2000s <laughs> was Atlanta music. We out here getting crumped. We That's out here true. doing this shit. We out here starting a fight, like Bone Crusher. I know he's not Atlanta, but, you know, he kind of came out. Like, I got you. I got you. A little scrappy. You know, all this stuff was, you know, we out here. And we don't give fuck, you know. If you can sing all of Ludacris's verse and move, bitch, get out the way. You Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. You Atlanta. Yo, wait, hold on. Okay. You what time? Oh, you gonna you, Atlanta, <laughs> you gonna laugh Atlanta. at me? What's the thing where you're like, you're like, cause like someone's oh, on the Soldier Boy. No, no, no. no. no that, that it was song. it was in a, I mean, it was like that, but it was like, oh, what fucking song was it in? Pop lock and drop it. I know I'm wrong. <laughs> it, no, I just it was something like okay. I wish I wish Karen so she could tell like basically like. All the Atlanta people, like, they were, like, doing it, like, perfect and, like, rapping and, like, on beat and shit. Girl, I and don't know. You okay. John be out here. He just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I forgot this guy came up to me and he was like, yeah, I knew you weren't from Atlanta because you, like, wasn't on play with us. And I was like, yo, I felt, I felt so red. And now I feel even, like, more red afterwards because I can't remember, like, what there the song was. There are certain things I honestly um, feel like make you extremely Atlanta. <laughs> now, I'm not extremely Atlanta. I know the music. <laughs> But I'm not extremely Atlanta because no, I do not like me some lemon pepper wings. No. Girl, I wish I had some right now. (laughs) It is what it is. I'm not Atlanta enough for no lemon damn pepper wings. I'm going to call it a day. It's okay to have a wrong opinion sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. No, it's just like, it's it's crazy. But like, that's what I think about too as far as um, like Atlanta United because obviously um, you know people who were like born and raised here like they you know they grew up on the Falcons or they grew up on the Hawks the Braves whatever but it's like Atlanta United is so new to the point to like from what I am witnessing like I'm a transplant and mm-hmm. so I like I have a bunch of friends who are transplants as well so it's also kind of like a it's like a level ground for if you Cause also with soccer, like if you like most people, if you like, if we were to go outside right now and ask people, like, hey, like, you know, Where you from? yeah, like, like who's who's like your soccer team? They'd be like, huh, you know. So I feel like it also kind of gives like that like level field for like people who grew up in Atlanta and transplant, and also people who very just true. haven't like any. That's that's very, very true. You know, at Bobby Dodd and things like that, even before we did a tailgate, me and Shanti met these guys behind us, were next to us, wherever they were sitting, and they were so welcoming, they were Mm -hmm. very friendly. No, it wasn't sexual. They both had women of their own. It was, you know, hey, you guys haven't been to a soccer game before? Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and explain things to you and kind of, like, let you know. And it wasn't a situation of mansplaining. It wasn't a situation of being, like, overbearing and trying to tell us everything. Because at some point, we could figure stuff out for ourselves. Of course. And just, you know, having a very fun, welcoming, diverse environment is really what sold the situation for us. Yes. At least for me. No, literally, people breaking down things, I'm like, I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, it's a flag. It's a flag on, like, what? Like, who? What happened? Oh, like, you know, just... I, I I love that because it's like you you watch it like you want to understand and just no one's no one in the community is like shitting on you for not knowing shit. No, we haven't not seen that just yet. Just yet. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that just yet because again, my experience with soccer was me as a little kid watching me and Ham during the Women's World Cup. You know, and 
that was yeah. what 97 98 like decades ago <laughs> you know let's be honest so for but me I was, still, I was still born right so, hey Welcoming environment, which is so fairly welcoming. You know, I haven't really met people who are super standoff. It that's a lie. I'm about to say, okay, okay, okay. If, that's we, a lie. if we're gonna go with like a an 80%, 80% yay, 20% nay, yeah, I would, I would definitely yeah. say that. Who's, uh, who's not yeah. like a soccer league, who's not a snob, yeah. And you know, for me, I'm branching out. Like, I obviously spoke about Liverpool today. I've only mm-hmm. been running for Liverpool for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm still very, very new when it comes to the world of soccer, and I'm not ashamed to admit that. Yeah. You know, it is It is what it is. You know, it's not something that you readily see over here. And again, until I started hanging out in Atlanta, I didn't know that such a strong soccer community existed. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know there was such a strong drag scene in Athens until... I went up to Athens and went to drag shows in Athens, and there's a very strong drag scene there, just like it is in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it exists everywhere else. So without going out and exploring, you're not really going to know. Like, I, why do you guys, you guys always like, why do you like Brew House? Miracle. You can't park there. It's so, <laughs> like, there's no park. I get it. <laughs> but it is such a soccer environment. Yeah. It really is. You know, when you're there for those games, mm-hmm. that is where you feel accepted that's where you feel like you know what's going on and stuff like that and yeah there's some old heads who are hooligans who are there i'm not gonna lie i was like what are those two old men about to get into boys about what is going on like y'all got no hands in here they really were i was like y'all need to go outside they're outside and they're about to start scrapping i was like this is so weird it's not that deep, mm-hmm. but, you know, they were both from the UK, and then all of a sudden they started getting the most heavy accents. I was like, I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> but I know uh, it's English, but what? Yeah, no. what? Just like he called you <laughs> what? I don't know. Is that an insult? Oh, my God. Right? I was like, I don't know what he just... I don't know. I don't know. So, I, you know, I left it alone. There's a lot of people from the UK who go to Brew House and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Nobody's sponsored by anybody. Just saying. But... We were not pixies. <laughs> <laughs> But when it comes to fully enjoying an environment or space, mm-hmm. you definitely have that with brew house. Yeah, definitely. For, for soccer. So I'm fully there for that. And I think more people should really, you know, kind of adventure out. No, literally. The soccer environment. I feel you 100%. And like, I, okay, I love you. I mean, I love you for many reasons. But like, one of the reasons I love you is because like, you... Like, you do things based off of, like, your own, like, intrinsic motivation, you know? Like, I'm more of, I know what I like, but if people around me aren't really saying that they're also, like, with it, I'm not going to, like, go out of my way to, like, go somewhere. Like, that's why, like, um, like I said, like, when I came back to the States, I went to my man, you know, I was like, yeah, I like Manchester United, but no one, none of my friends, like, you know, back here were talking about the team, so I was just like, okay, whatever. But that's mainly because, like, my friends are Chelsea fans. But anyways. That is the thing. Um, Yes, yes. I was just like, okay, but like you're just like, okay. I (coughs) excuse me. Like, I know, I know what I like. I know who I like. Mm -hmm. I know I'm gonna put myself in an environment 
where mm-hmm. the people around me are also going to feel the same thing. And because sometimes I have a fear of like, even if I'm just going to watch a game, like go somewhere alone. See, and I'm not great. I'm not as great at it as you might think that I am. I've really had to kind of like move around that because I'm very much like, I don't like being by myself. You know, I'm a very small girl. This is me, quote unquote, my heaviest, you know. I know, it's so stupid, but listen, hear me out. No, no, I, no, cause, I was someone, you know, the wind blows too hard, I start to get knocked over. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Mary Poppins, you know, starts to show up and then I get flown out into the sky. So I'm very big on the idea of, you know, let's go ahead and keep everything with a partner. I want to stay with someone so I always know that I'm quote-unquote safe. But when my friend became a flight attendant, and I was like, well, I still want to go to an Atlanta United game. I she, still want to go. Flight attendant? She okay. is. Okay. I believe she is studying to become a pilot. I am oh, that's, oh, that's, oh, that's a little scary. I hope she's, oh, she got confidence. She is not afraid of any of that stuff. Me, I like being on the ground as much as possible. I don't like flying. That's, that's what she's I'm always to. drunk when I fly. Oh, wait, really? Yeah, always drunk. That's valid, though. Always drunk. It's valid. That way, just in case something happens, I don't know what's going on. I'm always drunk. I, quote-unquote, always need an adult when I'm flying. I'm not going to fall asleep. None of that. And it's because my... Wait, you're drunk, but don't fall asleep on the plane? Nope. I feel like... What? I have never... Even when I flew to and from Hawaii, I was... Oh, I was under the age, so I couldn't sleep anyway. Uh, uh, well, couldn't drink. I was about to say, wait, hold on. A certain, a certain age, you can't sleep? No, I couldn't oh. drink, but I didn't sleep for either one of those flights, going to or from. And that was my first flight, was to Hawaii, which was probably the worst way to get a first flight ever, because all I see is, like, water. But anyway. Ooh, and on that note, okay, yeah, Shanti, she was your girl. She yeah, was the flight so, so Dolo, you was like, Yeah, oh, so because oh, I went, things by myself I've kind of you know just let it go yeah I'm gonna find the things that make me happy and I'm gonna do those things on my own and it's not always I'm still very much a person who's like oh I want people with me because I don't know what I'm doing I don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. but I'm still very much going to I'm gonna try and ask people to go but if they're not gonna go you know I'm not really gonna stop myself sometimes I ain't got a brew house today because I decided to stay in my bed the whole time and that's all good. I mean... The the soccer community in Atlanta is a lot bigger than people think it is. And, you know, if anybody's on the fringe of, you know, maybe I want to delve deep into that type of environment, go for it. On yeah. top of that, you know, there's been a lot of support, I feel, around um, the women's team. Yes. And I really think that there is more visibility than ever. I agree. And people should really capitalize on it. Women should capitalize on it. And we're, you know, it's 2020. Don't let someone mansplain something to you, period. It's not just a space for men. Hello. We're here. We've been here. We've been here. (laughs) We're definitely here. And that is something, you know, people have mentioned to me is, you know, Jessica, you're a black woman in a space that doesn't market towards I was going to say that too. Like. On top of that, you've brought other black women, quote unquote, with you. And I will say, you know, soccer is not 
an environment that markets towards black women. Gaming is not an environment that markets towards black women. Anime, manga, all the a lot of the things that I personally like, I don't personally feel like market towards black women. Mm-hmm. A black female lead for a video game. Not saying they don't exist, but can I come up with one off the top of my head? No. Yeah. Other than The Walking Dead, which is, you know, a it's a game. Um you have Clementine, who's a little girl, and that is the first and only thing that comes to mind. And a game that I really loved playing growing up was a game called Beyond Good and Evil, because there was a character named Wait, Jade. Be- yeah. be- beyond the Evil? No, Beyond Good and Evil. Oh, Beyond Good and Evil. Okay. Yeah, on my place. I haven't heard of it. Yeah. It's kind of a, more of a, a cult classic. It came out at a time where... I don't think it, it launched at a good time. I think there's a lot of games that came out that kind of mm-hmm. overshadowed it. Um, I believe it was published by Ubisoft. I could be wrong. Um, but, you know, the character Jade, she was a dark-skinned woman. But, you know, spoiler alert, she's an alien person thingy. So, like, you know, I, I really kind of gravitated towards playing a game like that. Mm-hmm. But... When it comes to a, a dark skin or a brown character, you don't really see that. And yeah. anime, Jesus, other than Revolutionary Girl, uh, Tina, I know I'm going to say that wrong, There, I don't recall a dark skin character. You have Pluto from Sailor Moon. I know you don't know Sailor Moon. I don't, but, but I will know. Because, <laughs> no, I, I made promises to many people that um, I was going to go to Dragon Con, so I'm going to do all of my absolute god darn research before late, that's Labor Day weekend. Well, if right? you're, if you ever, yeah, it's Labor yeah. Day weekend. If uh, you ever wanted to do a um, cosplay, a person you should do. Her name is Canary, and she's Canary. From Hunter Hunter, and Canary is the cutest. She is. She is. I okay, think I'm Canary gonna, is. The I'm gonna best. like have to like. I'm gonna have to like look her up because yeah. Canary is the absolute best. So I honestly think that you know main characters queer characters, bi mm-hmm. characters, all these people. But again, you you have a lot of that stuff with Revolutionary Girl Tina because her prince, her knight, is actually, you know, a woman. And then with the relationship between Uranus and Neptune is a bisexual female relationship. I saw that growing up. I knew, well, not growing up because they censored a lot of that stuff. I only knew about Revolutionary Girl Latina as an adult, but with Sailor Moon, you kind of knew things were a little weird because they were like, oh, they're cousins. It's like, cousins don't be on each other like that. This is really weird. <laughs> what cousins y'all got him? Right? What kind of cousins are y'all? Like, this is really weird. But again, like, as an adult, you see that. But when it comes to representation, soccer, I, I don't feel ever really puts mm-hmm. black women as a demographic that they promote towards yeah and I feel like there might be a bit you know we're having a lot of conversations with um, Italy and I think they're called series A I think it's series A with a because that's the problem with soccer it's really really big it's so big and so it makes it really difficult to kind of pinpoint where it is that you're looking at it Mm -hmm. is called series A and 
this is where you have a, a lot of racial undertones or conversations that show up where it's, you know, fans are making monkey sounds to players yeah. and things that are, you know, in our eyes and in a lot of other people's eyes, completely unacceptable or racist and things like that. But again, you're looking at an environment in general that doesn't really promote towards black people. No, like literally, like I'm to not, your point. Well, no, because like Reggie talked about this. I'm not going to say it's 110% because, you know, you look at, I know, again, I'm not going to say names, right? But you look at Saudi Omani. You, you look at uh, Mohamed Salah because I'm, I'm using my team as an example. But then you, you flip the script because these are people who are very, very, you know, not influential, but much loved by their community. Mm-hmm. But you flip the script and look at characters like Neymar. Neymar is a dark-skinned Brazilian who is extremely controversial. He very much plays for himself, not necessarily for the club, but for himself. And I'm not mad at him, but he also plays for himself when he has to play for country in the World Cup and things like that. But then you have a character like Popa. There's tons of Popas. There's, what, three of them? Paul, Florentine, and somebody else. And I know that that's really horrible <laughs> to not know the other one's name. But there's three of them, and, you know, they're considered, you know, browser-rousers to a certain extent, you know. And, again, it kind of goes to showboatness, I guess, showboating, which I think the black community kind of is more of than anybody else. You yeah. know, what's that, what's that line by... um? <laughs> by Kanye West back when Kanye West was legit I've canceled him I don't listen to him no more. I was gonna say wait but he was like I know Spike Lee gonna kill me for this but oh wait um, wait that was in Click I know Spike Lee gonna kill me but let me finish it was in yeah Click ain't nobody put on my Click it was like him and like Jay-Z yeah but yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like you know what I, I'm a nigga I'm gonna spend all my money yeah. You know, most people turn around and invest it. I'm going to sit here and show it off, whatever yeah. it may be. I'm like, we never had shit. Right? They wouldn't give us shit back then. And like, So <laughs> he's very much like, I'm going to sit here and flaunt it. And I think that is another thing that, you know, kind of carries over into a difference of how sports are handled, how black athletes are handled from yeah. one demographic, not demographic, but from one sport to another to another. Because the majority of your players could be African-American and basketball and football you turn around and you have you know baseball and soccer and it's kind of like wait what yeah you know you have to kind of calm it down and keep it extremely tame jared uh derek jeter i was like (laughs) no derek jeter was you know a playboy and all that stuff and you know his late night frivolities were very much published and known about back in the day but you know when it comes to being an athlete being a star that's not in my opinion newsworthy yeah and you know it's I think that's kind of a difference with how it's handled how it's marketed how you see things you know Cristiano Ronaldo is the face of soccer I don't care who you are him and uh Lionel Messi faces of soccer in this current day and age and that's just me and then of course you have um and i know again i'm always gonna get names wrong (laughs) it's okay and i'm gonna forget how to say it i'm gonna be like that person that person um moderate and uh for croatia i rooted for croatia for the world cup because 
Why not? I love to root for the little guy. Yeah. <laughs> Get there. I love Croatia. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful place. I'd love to visit. And, you know. 2021. 2021, right? <laughs> so I think for, you know, these these faces, I don't see a whole lot of that that blackness. And yes, you did have Sadio Mane, who I believe won this really big prestigious award, saying like soccer player of the But I personally believe that was only centralized in Africa. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. Africa's a very big place. You know, for him to beat out whoever else was there is mm-hmm. a very big accomplishment. He's a very talented player. He is out, I believe, due to injury. Mm-hmm. He tapped out last week where he was like, nope, in the middle of play. He's like, I can't do it. He walked himself off. He's not needing to be carted off or nothing like that. He just knows his limits, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you have a thing where just brown and black players are not marketed in the same way and then you know even when you're looking at the women's team there are black women who play on that team it's not a lot but they're there and i don't feel like they get the same type of recognition recognition as everybody else does and i'm going to be horrible because i don't know people's names but no, I know it's, that they're it's, it's totally there. fine. It's totally fine. I know that they're there. I know that they exist. Yeah. And it's like, you know, can can you speak? Or can you do this type of advertisement? But no, it's always Megan Rapino, It's always Alex Morgan. It's always Charlene Lloyd. I'm not mad at any of those women. I'm no, not no, taking we, that away. Mm-hmm. But this is very much a sport that does not advertise towards brown people, especially brown women. I agree. And I think, I don't think it's going to change anytime soon, personally. Well, it, it's it's interesting because um, just kind of uh, segues into like the last little part I want to talk about because mm-hmm. <sighs> obviously it's two factors, okay? If Kimberly Crenshaw was sitting right here, she'd be like, you know, it's about intersectionality, like, you know, for women. We're only when we're black women, you know? Like, when you were talking about as far as, like, the lack of seeing, or, like, not even just, like, the lack of, like, seeing representation, but also just, even growing up, like, we wasn't talking about, we wasn't talking about soccer. No one was like, I'm going to grow up with a soccer player. We were talking about soccer, though. And that's why I was mentioning, like, um, when Reggie did that, that short for ESPN, like, that's also, like, one of the things that he brought up um, as far as, like, our community, but also on top of that, like having a woman's voice and what like the world sees as like a man's sport, which is literally why. Um, <laughs> and and y'all honestly, like without this woman right here, I um I wouldn't have like even like you make things happen. You're a catalyst. Um, no, it's, it's uh, seriously. Um, okay. So we're we're in Footy Mom, but we um, we have a subgroup. Um, so formerly with all women who are within our group, Footy Mom Sister Circle, and then we have our little eh, 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 Batty Mom. Batty Mom. Um, hashtag Batty Mom. Hashtag Batty Mom. We love you. Taking over Nashville. Taking over Miami. No, actually, serious. Kidding. Girl. I no. don't know. Girl, Listen. if you get it, no, you're. Let, no, let me tell you this, cause um, so I basically I I threw out. We have a group chat, and I I threw out an idea, 
um, because I was kind of like, well, can we just have a space where, you know, like only the women, like, you know, have the floor and we just, you know, like we're, we're the ones who are, you know, like, you know, in charge of like all the conversations that happen, which also I'm like, I haven't looked to see like who's like running for any positions, but I'm hoping that maybe in the future you'll run for something because I know. Wait, what? Okay, all right. you know, we'll take we'll that. We'll take that. Yeah, we'll take we'll that. We'll take that. No, Anyways, no. the point is, um, so I brought up in the group chat, and then Jessica was really like, "Yo, you should like get this popping." Um, we we had our our first sister circle in the park, um, and. Honestly, the conversation was fucking golden. It was literally everything that, like, we had, like, envisioned. And, um, like, literally, thankfully to you, like, you, like, you're, you're really, um, you kind of, like, keep us in, like, reference of, like, time frames. Because, no, 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 because seriously, because, like, <laughs> like, you... You make things happen, like you ask like, the important questions, and um, I don't think that we would have started this like had you not mentioned it before. We also had our second outing, which thankfully, uh, Uncle Curtis, shout out to you, shout out to Uncle Curtis. <laughs> um, we actually got funding for, which I didn't even know about the funding until um, the day of. So we were extremely appreciative of. I told you he was gonna give us funding. Though. Um, I know you said it, but like. <laughs> He hadn't, like, said it in, like, the group chat, so I was confused. I wasn't confused, but anyways, the point is, um, <laughs> we have this as a group. It's just, like, anyone who identifies as a woman within Footy Mob, and we're also, um, hoping to, like, we, we, we've also technically opened it to other women, like, in the other three supporters groups as well. So, you know, I think that, like, in itself is also a step forward that we're taking because in 2019 it was kind of like just an idea but like we've already had two outings and we know we know that like we have like support from leadership and you're extremely active um in the group when you honestly like some some things you post it really makes me think like the utah article especially yeah. i actually didn't know how to process that information I, yeah i didn't know how to process yeah. it and um so honestly i am thankful for you that we actually got this off the ground i'm thankful that we've actually already had two meetups i'm thankful for you still continuing to be active as far as social media goes because not every obviously like you don't live like within the city of atlanta a lot of people who are in footy don't live like a lot of people don't live within like the actual city of atlanta so still being able to like maintain that communication Honestly, I'm very excited for like what what we have coming in 2020 because we know that we know that the women in footy are interested and we know that we have support of leadership and I really feel like the conversations that we're already having are just so many steps in the right direction. So that's honestly all I should say, just like to thank you. Like I'm appreciative. Like it was just an idea and well, you just I always go back to you because you're the one who said, you know, I see that there is a need and I feel like we could technically fill it with having a sister circle because that that's really what it goes back to and I think I've said this before where I feel like I kind of have to motivate you a little bit <laughs> to kind of get shit off the ground. And I always feel like I have to be like, no, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. I love it. it. You know, like, our peer pressure is very different, even though you don't peer pressure.
pressure me as the other two. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They don't peer pressure me. They're just like, Jessica, <laughs> shut up and stop trying to act like you're 75 years old, you know? So I, I think that I always have to try and give you a nice little kick in the rear and try and, you know, bring your confidence back up to where it deserves to be because <laughs> I am not in the city. I don't have as much free time as people think but you're still very present though i am very present when there is something that i need to be there for i'm gonna make sure that i try and be there you know when it comes to a level of priorities and things like that and Mm -hmm. trying to keep open communication and you're right i am very much looking forward to what the sister circle can do in 2020 opening it up to the other supporters groups and having more women involved and just saying, you know, we're here to have a conversation, not just about soccer, but to open it up for a modern woman in a, as James Brown says, it's a man's world. Because because (laughs) unfortunately it is, I've always existed in a man's world. No, literally, it's it's the truth. Like, we're, like, we're in this fight together. Like, it, that's, it's just, it's fact. It is what it is. And, you know, my father is a man who has two daughters, a granddaughter. He's very much still a bit of a misogynist. And, you know, it is, not it is what it is. I correct him as mm-hmm. much as I possibly can. But how he feels is who he is when it comes to certain things. And I, I feel like having this space and being open and having that ability to talk about things is very, very healthy because you don't have that type of environment in a lot of places. But I think soccer kind of yeah. helped bring that together because women, again, are still the minority in this situation. Exactly. Women, again, are still kind of overlooked when it comes to the marketing. Mm-hmm. Not 110%, but enough in my mind where it's like I don't, I don't think I appreciate this. Like something I noticed, and I could, yeah. I could have, you know, lost my brain somewhere along the way, <laughs> because I I see things and then I I think that I'm right, but then I'm not, because I go to uh, Dick's Sporting Goods for all of my athletic wear, uh-huh. because I can't go to the store like you guys can. Yeah. Right, right. down the street, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I go to Dick's Sporting Goods a lot, and you know, it's not soccer, but for baseball. There aren't actual, like, women's jerseys. There's only men's. Wait, I really? Believe. Yeah. And, and, no, let me try. No, I, I just... Because right you know, I'm, that's the whole realm that yeah, I'm not even I, knowledgeable I am, of. I am pulling it up. And while I understand that, like, women aren't playing the game, I do believe that you should have jerseys that fit women and stuff like of that. Of course. But... Cause, well, that just shows, like, you're not catering to your audience. It's like... There's tons of women who watch baseball. Exactly. Like, it is It is what it is. But I, I'm very happy with the little family that I've created and that type of environment. And I'm happy that I kind of dragged you along. Ah, no! For this soccer experience. No, I am. We've done so many things. We've done so many things outside of soccer, within the soccer community, outside of the soccer community, just having fun and kind of experiencing things, the laughing. Exactly. And then we happened to like have friends who were friends, and it was like, oh, wait, what? What? You know, like. Tiny world. So I think that, you know. If I have to suggest things to to people, because I have a lot of suggestions, I have tons of suggestions. I think people should really find something one year that's kind of just not something they've known about it, but they never delved into it. 
Yeah. I think people should really, really capitalize on it. Because like you reflect never... on like their selves, but like what they actually like are interested in. And yeah, just... and just stick to it because you don't know the friends that you'll make, you don't know the experiences that you have, the ups and downs that I've had within footy or within the community, you know, people being people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I see your face, I'm like, I just... <laughs> branch out because of then again not only for yourself but for the community as a whole exactly we are black women who are very very present the amount of black women that i personally see and i could probably count on all you know 10 fingers and 10 toes mm-hmm. who are at tailgates not just within footing mob but within the whole yeah and this is me looking at a very small space i know there's plenty of black people who fill out the stadium in general but plenty quote-unquote plenty but, you know, when it comes to actively participating and saying, you know, I want to be here, I want to be present, and I want to be known as a force that is there, I really do think that, you know, have that level of participation. Because if you don't show that interest or don't show that participation, nobody is going to do that for you. There is a change in the gaming community where people are starting to, you know, add more people of color, add you know, a little bit of an extra dynamic to your standard line of main characters, Mm -hmm. which is good. It is definitely a step in the right direction. It is, you know, where we really should be looking at with things, but then you have situations where, you know, people are still being, like, um, the Asian girl in um, Star Wars. Her, she has a love interest of Finn, and, you know, she's, got so much flack for her character but that's how she was written but Mm -hmm. having you know minority characters be present there's going to be a lot of pushback that's unfortunately true and putting that a little bit more in the forefront i think helps with a lot more solidarity and kind of opening up your community way more than people think and if you like something say you like it if you and, want and to participate, yeah. participate because mm-hmm. life is take up that space. Take up that yeah. space because otherwise it's going to be filled with the same people, which make you feel like you cannot participate in that space. Do it, love it, own it, be a part of it, be mm-hmm. active in it. Especially if you already see in that group that you're only one of five who's actively participating. Mm-hmm. Do it. Because otherwise, people are going to be like, oh, they're just here like any other person. They don't, you know, out of an actual whole percentage, they only make up this much. Don't be that person. Participate, be active, be present, because you never know. Exactly. That's a true. Next thing you know, you could be bringing 15 other people who are just like you right along for the ride. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's definitely worth it to, to have that environment, and you'll meet a lot of great people. <laughs> like you. Hey. <laughs> We made a lot of friends. We made some enemies, but we made yeah. a lot of you know. Cool. Yeah, let's we, not talk about being haters. Yeah. You know, we've had some memories. I mean, I'm looking forward to the like the future. You know, absolutely. But you, you know, kick us something. Honestly, so. with a lot of things, as a black woman, I've always felt on the outside as a you know, this is a man's world. This is a man's community. Don't care. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm talking about. And if I don't, unlike you, I'm not going to sit here and bolster, 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 
and push my way through everybody else's opinion to like make myself feel right you know I'm not doing that if I don't know what's going on I'm going to say I don't know what's going on mm -hmm. because you know maybe I'm not that adept or maybe you know what I don't care so I think everybody do what you want to do and have a good time do what you want to do and have a good time now that that's like one of those like when you like look up a quote by a famous person and it takes you like to brainy quote. That's what, <laughs> no, that's, that's what I see. I'm like by Jessica Stitt. By Jessica, um, do what you want to do and have a good time. I mean, seriously though, life's, life's too short. Like you're out here like what you're interested in, have fun. You meet people who also have the same interests and like. I mean, you, you summed it up. It, it, it's really about that because unless you take that dive into and everybody is always like oh something brand new it's so scary everything is scary waking yeah. up is scary going to sleep is scary getting in your car is scary because you never know what's going to happen but That's there's true. only two things that can happen really you're either going to make it to your destination or you're going to die that's it this, you're going to go to sleep true. or you're going to wake up or you're going to die that's it. That's the truth. Like those so while you live and you still might as well go ahead and pursue the things that you, you want to do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So anything that captures your interest as far as, you know, entertainment, getting out there, you know, oh, I don't know if I'll fit in. You know, I've always been a big, like, alternative music, kind of mm -hmm. emo girl, scene girl. I still go and listen to that music. I'm going to go to those concerts and people will be, you'll be the only black girl there. Okay, then. I'm like, yeah, and I'm, I'm like, having fun. I'm in I'm so what about it? I'm so what about it? I'm still in my moment. I'm still there because that's what I want to do. Nothing is going to stop me from going to a Weezer concert. Nothing is going to prevent me from doing that. Yeah. You know, I'm the only girl with no ass going to a Big Frida concert. Okay? <laughs> Let's talk about it All right. right now. Ooh. I swear, I swear. I had to stop talking because I felt really awkward. What? Yeah, like I stopped talking. I, I explained how like, you know, little booties matter. Hashtag little booties matter. Hello. Yeah, as well as like just cracking a joke, you know, whatever. We love jokes. I I think I'm good at jokes. I don't I don't know. I think I love when you do a little <laughs> laugh. <laughs> I'm like yes, I love this. My like sly little laughter. It's adorable. Wow. Well, I usually um, I usually ask my guests what their uh, their final words or like what you want to like leave the people with or any like your. What do I want to leave the people with? If you see me in the streets, step off. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tea with Key.